Hello, and welcome to Azeroth United, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft Dragonflight, World of Warcraft Classic, and everything in between. My name is Denethar, and I am your host. Welcome, everyone, to Azeroth United, a weekly podcast about World of Warcraft. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a great show lined up for you today. We'll be talking about the Xbox Game Pass and the future of Blizzard games on the Game Pass. Uh, we'll talk about the MDI results from Group A. We're going to do a little bit of discussion on Season 4 preparation and the War Within planning. We're going to talk about Crossrealm Guilds and whether or not they are the savior of WoW, or as Deadpool would say, WoW Jesus. And as well, we'll talk about what's happening this week in Season of Discovery and Dragonflight. So pull up a chair, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And as always, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, or have a particular topic that you'd like to hear discussed, please email me at denethar1 at gmail.com, or you can leave a voice message by going to speakpipe.com slash azerothunited. Also, if you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps out the distribution, so... If you're inclined to do so, we'd be very grateful. Uh, before we get to the news, I wanted to do a quick rundown of what I got up to last week in World of Warcraft. So I, uh, I ran a bunch of keystones this week because it was the dungeon bonus event. So that gives, if you run four keystones, you get, or four mythics, you get a piece of heroic raid gear, which was really cool. Um, I think my, uh, my demon hunter got, uh, I think I got a weapon on the demon hunter, uh, my, uh, I don't remember what my warrior got. <laughs> it wasn't, it was underwhelming, <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, I think I got a trinket. Yeah, I got a trinket. Um, which was, I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I ran a bunch of keys. I got an 18 done on my warrior, which was really fun. Uh, ran a couple 17s. I'm going to try and do some more 18s this week, but it's, it's kind of tough as a fury warrior. Um, trying to get into keys because people are like, well, what utility do you bring other than battle shout? I'm like, I don't know. I hit stuff. Um, yeah, I ran some on the mage and the monk as well. Really enjoying the, uh, fist weaver monk. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm really, really digging it right now. I hope that it doesn't get too many weird changes in the war within because I'd like to continue playing that character. But, uh, since I don't have any investment in him, he's a brand new character. Um, yeah, if, if the monks get weird, then I'll probably just drop him. So, um, yeah, I think that was it for, for those. Yeah, I didn't get any raids this week. I wanted to get into a heroic raid, but I, I just scheduling didn't work out for me. So, uh, unfortunately I, I was not able to get into a raid. Um, I did play a lot of season of discovery as well. I got my druid to 32, um, got my, my sleeping bag and, uh, got a, I think I got the star search rune and, um, I, uh, I played a little bit of Paladin, um, trying to get the Paladin leveled up, but you know, Paladin is slow, slow and steady, finish the race, uh, and a little bit of Hunter. Uh, so yeah, Sea Temp Discovery is fun. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, but the leveling is kind of rough because, okay. So the problem with the level banded content that I see is that, you are squeezing everybody into a 15 level range of content that everybody's going to do. So while you're leveling up it, like if, so my paladin is level 10 
So I'm in Elwyn Forest. I'm just doing the Murloc quest and whatever, and it's fine. No problem. I've got the buff, 50% increased XP. Um, there's people around, but not a ton of people, so I can go do the quests. I tried to go to Altrac Mountains, or Hillsbrad, and, and there's some quests that you have to go into Altrac to do like the syndicate uh, or whatever. Um, the thieves and the the assassins or whatever it is. But uh, there was so many people camping the the spawns. As soon as one would spawn, somebody would tag it. And so I joined a group, three people, me, me and two other people. And there was three other people standing there at this camp and we're all fighting over the spawns. And somebody's like, why don't you guys just drop group it and we can invite you. And it's like, there's three of you and there's three of us, which means somebody's not getting an invite. Nobody wanted to drop. <laughs> so we just sat there and fought for spawn points, which is so frustrating. But uh, yeah, and same problem in Stranglethorn Vale. Um, I mean, I, I'm not trying to do the PvP event right now. Uh, I might do that at 40, but right now it's just no. Um, but even still, I couldn't do quests because there were so many people killing, doing the Nessing Warrior quests and, and the Curzon quests, and I just I couldn't get anything done. It was so frustrating. So... Um, I, I do see that as a problem with Season of Discovery and the the way that they are rolling out the levels. It's kind of squeezing everybody into the same small amount of content. So, yeah, that's not great. Um, but, uh, I mean, just as far as the game itself goes, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast on Season of Discovery. I wish I could play it more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I don't know. I keep coming back to Dragonflight. Um, and I guess really I prefer the modern game now. I, I used to say classic was my favorite version of the game, but uh, honestly, I, I really love where Dragonflight is and, and modern WoW. So anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that I got up to. I, I think I did one attempt at the love rocket and gave up after that. Cause I'm like, I'm, it's, I'm not spending my time on that. So <laughs> it didn't really even bother. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, oh, I um, I I tried to. So I, I I'll talk about this more in the, the something new discussion. But uh, I have a paladin, and I was trying desperately to get his blacksmithing skill. Well, not the skill, but his specializations up because um, somebody needed to craft, and I was trying to get a five star, and I ended up crafting recrafting this item, a four star item, like. 10 times to get a five-star proc. It was, it was nuts. Each time it's like 500 gold worth of um, uh, primal molten alloy. But anyway, um, yeah, it was a a good week. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it for, (laughs) that's all I got up to in, in wow. Oh man. I mean, I'm having fun, but it's, it's, it's all over the place. It's chaotic. So, all right. Uh, So with all that being said, um, yeah, there's a lot going on, so much to talk about, so let's get into it. It's time for the news. In Blizzard news, so Microsoft have announced that they will be adding Diablo 4 to the Game Pass. Uh, we did predict this a few months back, or couple months back. I don't remember. Uh, we talked about this when uh, the Microsoft merger was going in and there was some discussion about when different games would be get added to the Game Pass. So uh, yeah, Diablo 4 was uh, 
definitely up on the list. It's it's it makes the most sense from a economic standpoint for Blizzard. Um, it's a big pay game, so to get it onto the Game Pass is a huge win for gamers, uh, and it's going to sell a lot more Game Passes because people are like, well, I didn't want to buy Diablo Four, but I'll pay ten bucks a month for the Game Pass so I can try it out. So, and then while you're there, there's other games that you might want to try out, and and that's how the Game Pass model works. So that's great. Um, as we begin to fulfill our promise to offer Activision Blizzard games with Game Pass, we're happy to share Diablo 4 and will be available uh, with Game Pass on console and PC on March 28th. Okay, well, whatever. Um, you know, this is, um, whenever this topic comes up, the question invariably comes around to, I wonder if World of Warcraft will be on the Game Pass. And the answer is no, it, it won't, because it doesn't make any sense. Game Pass is $10 a month. World of Warcraft doesn't have, you don't, what you're buying for World of Warcraft is you're buying the game, the that one-time deal, um, but you're paying a subscription. And so even if it did go on to the Game Pass, you'd still have to pay your subscription. So you're paying $10 for Game Pass and $15 for your WoW sub or 12 if you're uh, if you've got the six month sub. Um, but either way, you're still paying for it uh, twice. <laughs> uh, now, if you want the Game Pass because of the other games, that's fine. But you're not going to get World of Warcraft for a $10 Game Pass. There's just no that doesn't make any financial sense for uh, Activision or I'm sorry for Xbox or for Blizzard to do. I keep throwing Activision in there and I really need to stop doing that. Um, yeah, so really, this is um, this is a no brainer. I, I could definitely see um, I could definitely see StarCraft Two going into the Game Pass uh, at some point here in the near future. That's that's definitely an easy win um, as far as the Blizzard catalog goes. Uh, Overwatch Two, yeah, I guess you could put it on there. You're not really paying for Overwatch Two again. It's you're paying uh, microtransactions for it. Um, same thing with Heroes of the Storm. Same thing with Hearthstone. Uh, these games are free with microtransactions, so putting them on the Game Pass doesn't really do anything for the consumer because um, you're still having to pay whatever microtransactions you want. You want this, this skin, you want this card deck, whatever. Um, Diablo, StarCraft, Warcraft 3, I guess, uh, Reforged, you could you could throw on there. Um, yeah, that, that'd be about it. Now, if, if you put World of Warcraft on the Game Pass, um, you would either have to discount... So if you say, okay, well, if you have a WoW sub, dear player, with your World of Warcraft subscription, you are eligible for a $5.99 Game Pass. All right, so you're going to save 4 bucks a month on Game Pass, but you're going to pay your $15 plus $6 for the Game Pass. So you're going to pay $21 for WoW and game pass which honestly is not a terrible deal um since it's, it's not a bad deal um yeah i mean I, I, that's that's fine but i don't anticipate that we're going to see world of warcraft on the game pass anytime soon because you know it's it's a highly successful subscription model game they don't need to mess with it just to put it on the game pass and and i get the feeling that that's not what microsoft is about they're about trying to make things better going forward not trying to stubbornly fit things into their mold so but we'll see um you know we thought microsoft was going to take over and, and treat all their employees well and then we had a mass firing although word on the street is that this was already in place before the microsoft uh, takeover occurred so who knows 
who knows? Maybe that was Bobby's last F you to the <laughs> to the to the staff at Blizzard. Uh, anyway, um, so yes, Diablo Four on the Game Pass, March twenty eighth. Uh, in the uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So we have season three MDI. Uh, Group A finished this past weekend. Uh, Echo pulled off the stunning come from behind victory after losing to Dogs in the quarterfinals. They had to march through three lower round challengers, including a repeat match against Dogs, to finally defeat Last Hope in the grand finals. Um, yeah, it, you know. I haven't really watched a whole lot of MDI, and I think I've poo-pooed it in the past on this on this podcast. But honestly, I, I watched a few um, sessions, and it was pretty fun. <laughs> the commentators were good. Uh, the action was good. Watching um, some of the teams run a 4DPS comp, um, that was really cool. Uh, I, I really I really liked that. Um, yeah, the, uh, I think Echo had one with a... The Shadow Priest and a Rep Paladin, and then Dogs had one with a uh, Shadow Priest and an Augie Voker. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And um, there was a lot of discussion discussion about whether or not that was a better way of doing it or not. Um, because while yes, you technically are doing more damage with four DPS, those four DPS are spending a lot more time on their cooldowns, on healing, on different things. So I, I don't know. And you've got to be perfect. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Group B will be this weekend, February 23rd to the 25th. And the Grand Finals, which will take the top four teams from each of the two groups, will be March 8th to the 11th. So we'll definitely be talking about this more as uh, more more groups come through. But, uh, yeah, that was really fun. I, I really enjoyed watching it. If you haven't checked out the MDI in the, in the past, definitely check it out. This one was really good. Uh, the dungeon pool is good. The teams are really strong. Is and and there's always the, the drama, the heartbreak. Oh, they wiped on the boss. Oh no, you know that sort of. It's it's really fun. So uh, definitely, um, if you're even slightly curious about what the MDI is like, this one is worth it. Check it out. Uh, that's it for the news. There was the uh, the whole WoW token thing, but I'm I'm not going to get into it. It's been beaten to death by. <laughs> by all of the content creators and uh suffice it to say uh there was a bug that uh, the wow token was not able to be converted into BattleNet balance it was only able to be converted into world of warcraft game time and it was a bug and it caused a lot of drama in the community because um people were panicked that oh I, blizzard made a change and they didn't tell us and no it's just a bug so anyway it's fine the prices for the wow token should uh, come back to normal within the next couple weeks and, um, you can go about your business, but, uh, yes, it was just a bug. All right. That's it for the news. <laughs> uh, yeah, like kind of a light week on, um, actual news, but, uh, that's okay. Uh, let's get into this week in world of Warcraft. Let's talk about world of Warcraft. In Dragonflight, this is season three, week fifteen. Man, every time I read that number, it just it just keeps going up every week. I don't know what's going on. Uh, no, I just it's it boggles my mind that we're already in week fifteen of this um, this season. Uh, I suspect that we'll probably see uh, season four sometime in the next uh, six weeks. 
So we'll probably get to about uh, week 21, 22. And uh, yeah, then we'll, we'll be done and we'll be in season four. So uh, mark my words, uh, about six weeks is what I'm calling. Uh, right. So uh, Mythic Plus affixes for the week are fortified, entangling, and bolstering. Ooh, bolstering is always so much fun. Said no one ever. Uh, fortified non-bosses have more health and deal 30% more damage. Entangling. Uh, entangling vines periodically appear and slow players. Uh, and bolstering non-boss enemies buff nearby allies on death, increasing damage by 20%. This effect stacks. Uh, bolstering is always fun because you can build a boss, although it's not as much fun as it used to be because it used to be that it increased their damage and their health. Now it just increases their damage. So, uh, you know, you just get, uh, you know, the the one punch, (laughs) one punch man (laughs) take you out. But, uh, yeah, bolstering, not too bad. Entangling is... Uh, it's, it's more of a mild nuisance than, uh, than really anything. Um, you can, uh, heroic leap out of it. You can disengage out of it. You can blessing of freedom out of it. There's lots of ways to do it. Or you could just run alongside. If you know entangling is about to hit and deadly boss mods and big wigs both give you a warning, then what you can do is you can start on one side of the boss and strafe your way across the boss uh, or the mobs or whatever you're doing and, uh, clear your entangling. And that's that. And you get a little, uh, marker on the ground that shows you how far you need to go. It's pretty simple. So yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about entangling and fortified. Y- you know, it, you love it. You hate it. Uh, fortified, your trash mobs are going to be awful. Uh, trash is going to kick your ass this week. That's for sure. Um, but the bosses are going to be a snooze fest because the only thing you have to worry about on a boss is entangling. So yeah, uh, that should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Have a good time, kids. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to push some keys this week. Like I said, I did an 18 last week, but uh, I'm going to try to do another one this week. I mean, shoot, if I could go even higher, that would be great. But, you know, it's really going to depend on my item level. And, um, yeah, uh, the last time I uh, we had Entangling, though, I, it was really fun. And I was able to run a lot of a lot of keys. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping it's more of the same this time. Although at this point in the season, man, people are starting to check out uh week 15 we're almost four months in people are checking out so um no no offense to anybody but uh it's kind of the dregs out there in uh (laughs) in looking for group but uh eh, you know i mean i'm out there too so it's not like i'm immune to that but yeah it's uh it's it's fun trying to trying to get into groups as a fury fury warrior still (laughs) still fun um i go on my demon hunter and people are like yes we want you on the Fury Warrior, it's like two minutes later. Yeah, I guess we'll take you because no one else signed up. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Um, so but anyway, yeah, that's our Mythic Plus affixes for the week. The uh, bonus event this week is the Mist of Pandaria Time Walking. We did not get an announcement on a Throat of Thunder raid. Sad, I know. Uh, but you will get the Sign of the Mists, which is the buff that will increase Mist of Pandaria reputation gains from combat and quests by 50%. And you'll be able to pick up the quest, A Shrouded Path Through Time from Kazra and Valdraken, which asks you to defeat five time-walking dungeons, and the reward is a piece of a Mirdrasil normal gear. Now, normally for this quest, you have to defeat five time-walking raid bosses or dungeons, but since there's no raid, i.e. Throne of Thunder, uh, it's just five dungeons. So thankfully, the Mists of Pandaria dungeons are fast. You can run through them pretty quick. Uh, probably the most annoying one is the um, Stormstar Brewery, but... Uh, yeah, it's 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 easy. Uh, yeah, Miss Pandaria dungeons are, are legit. Plus, you might get Skolomance, and, and that's fun. So, 
Uh, yeah, enjoy your Mr. Pandaria time walking. It's a really good time to level up some alts. Uh, if you have an alt that you want to get to 70 before season four or before the war within comes out or whatever, uh, time walking is always a good time because you get more XP bonus from the time walking dungeons than you do from the normal dragonflight dungeons when leveling. Uh, and, um, they're faster. <laughs> they're just faster. They, you just fly through them. So, um, yeah, enjoy that. Uh, this is a, this is a good week for leveling alts and, uh, for, for gearing up new alts because you get a piece of uh, raid gear. Uh, so it's a champion piece of gear. So yeah, this is a good time. The PVP brawl this week is a wrathy blizzard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put away your bathing suit and pull out your parka. Enter a winter wonderland as the wrathy basin you know and love gets a fresh coat of ice and snow. Yeah. yeah the Led Zeppelin song is, is flowing through my head there. Immigrant song. Um, yeah. So the, the lake is frozen over. The... Um, uh, air is fogged up, so you can't see very far off of the lumber mill. Uh, it just changes some of the uh, the uh, dynamics of the match, uh, but ultimately, it's still Arathi Basin. You still have the resource race. You still want to control the um, uh, the the five points. Um, it's just it's it's different now. I don't, I don't want to say it's harder. It's just different uh, now with the the winter snow. Uh, so yeah, definitely check this one out. Uh, when you zone in, you'll get the quest, something different, which asks you to win a PVP brawl. Your reward will be conquest, honor, and marks of honor. Um, yeah, so that's really fun. The marks of honor, I really, uh, treasure because those I can use to purchase transmog. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. The brawls are fun for the most part, except for the, um, Ashran. Classic Ash, <laughs> classic Ash. That's just miserable. Uh, but uh, yeah, aside from that, the the brawls are a lot of fun. So uh, definitely enjoy this one. Uh, the other event is the hatching of the hippogriffs. Um, this will take place on February twenty third, which is this Friday. Um, you can head over to Faralas and uh, witness the fray feather hippogriffs hatching, and you get a little hippogriff buddy that's sitting on your shoulder. Um, I mean, that's about it, but it's still really cool because it's a baby hippogriff, so um, it's worth it. Uh, yeah, you know, if you're looking for something to do and you're bummed because you can't run, grind for your love rocket anymore, uh, head out to Feralus and check out the uh, the baby hippogriffs. And you can dragon ride out there, so it's nice and fast, so <laughs> enjoy that. Um, that's it for the uh, events and uh, weekly events. But uh, we do have some hot fixes that came in, uh, came in hot. Uh, so in Season of Discovery, we had some class tuning. Um, so we have Druids, uh, Swipe Nail Scales with Attack Power, okay? And it, um, Threat Caused by Swipe has been greatly increased, which is great because Swipe, honestly, is kind of terrible right now. Um, so, and I mean, this should be live now. Uh, I haven't logged on to Season of Discovery yet today, but... Um, yeah, this will be in there. Uh, the Berserk Rune now also causes Lacerate to hit three targets. That's really good, too. Uh, the duration of Rip has been increased to 16 seconds. Was well, 12. Okay, great. Wow, this is really... I mean, I was all ready to give up on Feral Druid, but I'm digging this. Okay, uh, the next Starfire cast after the Star Surge Rune ability now has its damage increased by 80%. Was 66 Corrected a bug causing this bonus damage to be lower than intended at level 40. Okay, that's fine. Uh, for Shaman, the dual wield specialization rune now provides 50% bonus damage to your offhand weapon swings. Lava Lash now gains 50% increased damage if flank time weapon is imbued in your offhand. Oh, wow, that's good. Uh, the proc chance of Maelstrom weapon is now roughly 50% higher when you're 
main hand weapon or your two-handed weapon is imbued with wind fury weapon okay this is cool so some buffs to enhance shaman very fun uh mage contra water rank five will now conjure a full stack of 20 with each cast was two <laughs> yes poor mages they were they were standing there <laughs> casting conjure water conjure 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 drink conjure 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 uh, just, yeah. Uh, the tooltip will still indicate that only two are conjured. We hope to adjust the tooltip in the future. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Paladin, Art of War now reduces the mana cost of Exorcism and Holy Shock by 80% when active. Okay, good. Uh, Beacon of Light mana cost has been greatly decreased. Well, yeah, because we need Holy Paladins to be the best healing class in the game. <sighs> All right. Whatever. Uh, priests, Mind Spike, and Void Plague have both had their damage increased by 10%. And Shadow Word Death, base damage in before modifiers decreased by 40%, and Spell Power Coefficient adjusted to 43% was 64 Um, yeah, this is, a. Uh, it says overall this should result in a 30, 30 to 40% damage reduction on Shadow Word Death. You know, I, yeah, they, they don't want you having an instant cast one-shot ability, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Shadow War Death nerfed, but Void Plague and Mind Spike increased, uh, buffed to uh, maybe offset that a little bit. So uh, that probably makes a little bit more sense. Uh, for um, Modern WoW, we have a few dungeon uh, hotfixes that came in um, on the 16th, which is uh, Everbloom addressed an issue where the bark can reset during the encounter. Yeah, that's never fun. Um, that's really never fun. Uh, Throne of the Tides addressed an issue where the Najar Tempest Witch can cast Lightning Surge while mind control. How do you? Okay. Waycrest Manor addressed an issue where the Pallid Gorger can ignore players and run away. Reduced Pallid Gorger's melee damage by 66%. And the Heartsbane Triad added an additional safeguard to ensure Aura of Dread is removed. Okay. Cool. So just some cleaning cleaning up some things. That Pallid Gorger, uh, that's a... That's, uh, Reduced Pallid Gorger's melee damage by 66%. That's a lot. I guess they were hitting pretty hard there. Um, so that's make Waycrest Manor a little bit easier. Uh, like, oh, so this was four days ago. So I've run it since then, and it was fine. Um, okay. In WoW, so this is WoW Classic Era. Um, but it, So it affects both Season of Discovery and just regular Classic Era. But uh, fix an issue where Seal of Righteousness rank 4 and higher did less damage than rank 3. This fix has been applied to Season of Discovery and Classic Era. Yeah, how do you screw that up? <laughs> oh, no, I got the higher rank. This sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, in Season of Discovery, uh, some hot fixes were uh, Druid Star Surge was incorrectly getting 30% additional critical strike chance when Eclipse was active. It now only gets 30% increased critical strike chance from Eclipse. Solar. Uh, instead of Eclipse Lunar. Okay, got it. Yeah, so there's just getting the, the Eclipse buff was getting the percentage wrong. Uh, for Hunter, Chimera Shot, Scorpid is now properly mitigated by weapon chains and reduce reduction to disarm effects. Uh, Paladin, okay, so this is a Seal of Righteous change that we just mentioned. Uh, Priest, Spirit of Redemption will no longer be prevented from triggering for Priest who Dispersion or Pain Suppression is on cooldown. Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably... <laughs> That's probably good. So definitely need your uh, your big uh, your death angel there. Um, each piece now correctly creates their own stack, separate stack of mind spike effects on the target and consumes only their own stack. Oh, yeah, that's that's fun. This is like uh, druids rejuve overriding each other all over again. 
and then fixed an issue where prayer vend- mending was double dipping with spiritual healing and was also increasing by 10% per bounce on top of that. Holy moly. So prayer mending nerf. All right. Uh, shaman fixed an issue where the benefit of dual blood specialization rune could be lost for shamans when swapping weapon configurations. <laughs> that's, that's never good. Hey, you got this thing and now you don't have it anymore. It's like, uh... Uh, fix an issue where Stormstrike would sometimes do offhand damage despite no offhand equipped. Yeah, that's let's not do that. And the range on Decoy Totem is now correctly uh, listed at 30 yards, matching the radius of its effect, preventing movement impairment. Okay. Uh, and then Warlock. <laughs> this one's fun. Uh, Subjugate Demon, used against players in Metamorphosis, now has a 10-second duration. With diminishing duration like other crowd control effects used on players, it is considered a charm effect like mind control. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. It's like, ah, I turned into a demon. Ha ha. Oh, well, guess what? <laughs> I gotcha. Sucker. Um, and then the Stranglethorn Veil PvP event. Uh, Warlocks and Hunters participating in the Blood Moon will now resurrect with their last active pet. Oh, that's fantastic. Because, yeah, that was actually a big problem is that for a warlock, you have to now summon your pet. Uh, and so you're scrambling, trying to trying to get out of that graveyard before you get smacked again. Uh, fix an in- interaction with Blood Moon and Spirit of Redemption, resurrecting the Fallen Priest earlier than intended. Okay, that's fine. Fix an issue with Blood Coin turn-ins, where a player is the victim of Subjugate Demon or Mind Control. Huh, okay, I wonder what was going on there. I didn't catch that one. But uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Most of these are probably a response to players being really clever with uh, some of the game mechanics. Um, drained of blood during the Blood Moon event now also grants immunity to movement impairing effects. Fix an issue where stacks of blood for the Blood Loa could sometimes exceed the intended 255. And the Chosen of the Blood Loa now be visible in the spirit world. Cool. So some good hot fixes coming in there. Um, yeah, they, they've really been trying really hard with season of discovery just as things come up they just jump on them right away um this new pipeline of of making changes to the game i mean in the past it would have taken months to just fix a handful of these things now they're just cranking these changes out they've just gotten really good at iterating changes and i I really i like that and and not just in modern wow but in classic as well uh, you know, the no changes is, is out the window. They're going through and they're changing everything <laughs> except for the leveling speed. It's still really slow. Blizzard, please. Um, yeah. So very, very fun. Uh, there's, there were some hot fixes on the 14th as well. I'm not going to read those cause it's almost a week ago, but, um, yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to check those out as well. Um, yeah, there was a lot of hot fixes, uh, this past week. So, um, yeah, like I said, there wasn't a lot of news, but there was plenty of hot fixes. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's move on to something new. Let's talk about something new. So this is something that I started doing the other day, and I was thinking about it, and I, I wonder how many people actually do this, um, or if it's just a me thing. But I'm, I'm assuming that other people do this. I can't be the only weirdo that loves spreadsheets. But um, so I was looking at, I have a spreadsheet with all my characters in it because I'm a nerd. And I was looking at the professions uh, because I have listed next to each character what professions they have and what their skill level on that profession is. And I noticed something because, okay, first of all, let's back up a little bit. 
with the profession system in Dragonflight. I really liked the implementation of the profession system. My problem with it was that you can't just level up your profession. You have to play the character, like actually go and do things if you want these specializations. So <laughs> you, you have to go do um, world content because you need drops from uh, mobs in scattered throughout the world. You have to get um, the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, research uh, the backpacks and the the researcher uh, artifacts that you can pick up on the ground um there's a lot of things that you have to go do you can't just stand in valdrak and, and craft and call it good um and so i noticed that like for example my ret paladin uh, my ret paladin has been my blacksmith since vanilla that character has been a blacksmith for 19 years or 18 years whatever it is um because uh, I didn't start playing until 20, uh, 2005. But um, yeah, so he's been a blacksmith for a long time. And so naturally in Dragonflight, I leveled up blacksmithing. I, I did the thing. I played him a little bit, but I started getting tired of it. And I just wasn't really feeling the rep paladin. And so I stopped playing him as much. I'd still go out and do the occasional profession quest or the world quest. I, I have, I've done two keystones on them, I think this season, but, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's hard to, to play now. Uh, granted, there are people who have long since completed all of their specialization for their profession and that's fine, but I never did that on my paladin because I don't play him enough. And so I was looking at it and I thought, well, should I pick a character that I'm going to play in season four? or in the war within more realistically and change their profession. And that got me thinking about other things too, because you know, if you have a character that you want to play in the war within, what do you need to do to prepare for that? What do you need to do to get your character ready to go for the expansion? And I'm not talking about, Oh, make sure you have your quests ready, cl clean out your quest log and do all the, no, I'm talking about like, for example, are you thinking, oh, I'd really love to play a Warlock in the War Within? Well, maybe get your Warlock to 70. You don't need to necessarily gear your Warlock right now. You know, just get some some basic, some basic pieces. But it's going to be a lot easier to have a character that's already level 70 ready to go versus uh, having to level one up from, say, level 10 or even from level 60. Um, I have a Warlock at level 60 and he's just sitting there. And he's probably going to continue sitting there, but... I might get a bug up my bet and decide I want to play a warlock in the war within, in which case I better get him to 70. Um, and so, and the same thing goes with season four, it, trying to kind of get your characters lined up, get your ducks in a row as it were, um, so that you have everything prepped and ready to go in terms of making sure your characters are um, set up correctly, make sure they got the, the correct professions. Um, maybe, you know, even something as simple as make sure they've got a good transmog, because honestly, you don't want to be messing around with that when you should be running keystones. If you're not running keystones right now, now's the time to do your transmog. Um, we've got the trial of style coming up in a couple of weeks too. So, you know, that's if transmogs are free. That's the time to do it. Um, but uh, yeah, aside from that, it's like, I, I really, I have, I have the spreadsheet and I, I'm probably going to start switching around uh, professions. Uh, I've got my Fury Warrior, and she's an engineer. And I don't really do a whole lot of engineering, honestly. I made the toys, and I never even finished leveling it up. I think it's like 82 or something. Um, 
and I have no desire to. There's there's no urgency for me to level up engineering. But it sure would be nice if the character that I play every week was a blacksmith <laughs> and could make her own gear. Um, my jewel crafter, I play him. Uh, that's that's Denethor. That's that's my my namesake character. Uh, but he's not my main anymore. He's um, he's retired. But he still does his jewel crafting. But it's tough because I I don't want to rely on going out on my death knight and doing all these quests and maybe i don't feel like playing the death knight or he's a tank and it's i'm never going to die but it's really slow or whatever um so my point is you know don't feel like you are beholden to just because your character has always been a blacksmith or your character has always been a leather worker that you have to stick to that pick what you want to play Pick the trade skills you think you're going to need and learn those trade skills on those characters and then go. You're good. You're good to go. Um, start prepping it now. But honestly, the, the Dragonflight special, specializations are going to go away. So it's really not even that important that you prepare for Season 4 so much as it is you prepare for the War Within. And since we're going to get that sometime in summer, I'm, I'm guessing late July, early August. Uh, yeah, it's going to sneak up on you. We're, we're, uh, we're about four months away four or five months away from, from something. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to happen soon. Oh man, you put it that way. It's, it's wild. I mean, are we really going to get a new expansion in five months? Holy shit. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's just something I wanted to mention, uh, because it's something I have been thinking about a lot. And I know that there are other people who maybe get frustrated or get confused because they go, well, I don't know how to, how to set this up. And, or I don't know any blacksmiths or I don't know you don't need to know blacksmiths. You you don't even need to um, have all the previous blacksmithings trained. All you have to do is train Dragonflight or even potentially the War Within. It's not necessary to have all the previous ones. You just have to have whatever the latest is. That's the beauty of the new profession system. Back in WAD, you had to level it up from scratch <laughs> from the beginning. But since Legion, I believe it was Legion, uh, you just have to learn the expansions um, uh, profession and yeah, okay, sure, if you want the old transmogs from, from Wrath of Lich King or from Miss Bandaria, then yeah, you need to go learn those. But honestly, if you're just using it for power progression, um, yeah, you don't need to worry about it. You can just pick any character and level up a new trade skill on that character, and it's just fine. So it's something to think about for planning for the War Within. We definitely have a lot of... Um, a lot more to think about with the profession system than we ever did um, before since really since vanilla or TBC. So yeah, um, I would say definitely get that set up. And if you are still confused on the profession system, because I'll tell you, it's still a little clunky. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of guides out there, but now's the time to get it figured out. If you're really unsure how, how it works and what do you want to do going forward, get it figured out now so that when you go into the war within, you are exactly where you need to be. So all right, we're going to move on to the weekly rant. It's time for the weekly rant. All right, so this is something that's been bugging me for a long time, and I really wanted to get it out because, uh, and I haven't had a proper rant for a while. Um, here, here it goes. The guild system in WoW sucks. It's awful and blizzard has the fix all ready to go and that's cross realm guilds and the reason that guilds suck is not because the guild structure itself is bad 
it's because WoW servers are really in a sad state. Um, there was a time during Classic where people were, oh, I'm on a dead realm. I got to transfer. I'm on a dead realm. And you know what? I play on a dead realm. And it's paired up with six other dead realms. <laughs> and we're still a dead realm. <laughs> All seven of us. Um, yeah, it's it sucks. Trying to, I, I mean, we don't even have a guild on our server that's that's cleared um, Mythic Amir to sell. Um, there's only a handful of crafters that are um, able to make some of the top end gear. It's it's just it's really bad. Um, so I I know that when the War Within comes out, uh, I'm definitely going to be looking at joining a guild on another server. Now, I could have done that already i could have transferred servers i could have leveled up a new character but i didn't want to because i've got i've got my entire stable of characters who i've been playing for many many years um i've had others that have joined the party uh after the fact but honestly you know i, I don't want to either break up the family as it were by taking my one character or transferring them to another server or um you know potentially transferring my entire group of characters or trying to find a, a guild on my server because honestly i've looked at the guilds on my server and there's just not that many of them and i'm sure there's plenty of nice people on there but it i didn't feel anything welcoming about any of the guilds on our server i've tried a few of them and really it just i've really never I enjoyed that um so yeah to me the cross realm guilds is i feel like it's going to be the savior of the wild guild because one of the biggest things in classic is that the guild structure is incredibly strong the servers are all really populated because there's there's not as many of them um i'm sorry i'm talking about season of discovery <laughs> in classic in classic wrath of lich king there's a whole different issue uh but even still there's still fewer classic wrath of lich king servers than there are modern retail wow dragonflight servers but anyway uh in season of discovery there's a handful of servers every guild or every server has dozens if not hundreds of guilds there's a lot of choices for the players to go to and each one of those guilds is, is like a little family and they're all very welcoming uh i joined a guild on i think i've joined three guilds on three different characters on season of discovery and my my well, my druid got kicked out of his guild because uh i didn't log on for three days oh no um <laughs> but uh that's okay uh, it was a stupid guild anyway but the point is you have those options in classic uh, season of discovery. You don't have those options in retail. Wow. Because honestly, most of the guilds in retail. Wow. Are small. Um, they don't raid. They are PVP focused or they do raid, but they, they can't clear normal or they do raid, but they can only get the first two bosses on heroic. And I want to find a moderately, progressive guild and when i say progressive i mean they're progressing content not progressive in terms of you know politics um but uh yeah i i want a guild that is progressing content i want a guild that has nice people in it i don't need to be in a world first guild i don't need to be in a server first guild i don't need to be in a guild that is cranking out mythic bosses i don't that's not what i'm looking for what i'm looking for is a guild that i can 
essentially call home uh, with people that I can play with and talk to and, and friends that I can make online. Because honestly, I haven't been in a real guild since Mist of Pandaria. So a little bit of a side tangent for me. Uh, I started playing WoW in 2005 with some work friends and we joined a guild. And <laughs> cleverly enough, we were all working, or most of us were working, in the desktop support department. So what did we call our guild? That's right. We called it desktop support. We were geniuses. Um, <laughs> so we did that for a while. And then uh, eventually some of, the, um, some of the people left to join some of the raiding guilds because they wanted to go into Molten Core. So um, uh, eventually uh, a few of us left and we joined a new guild called Global Army Alliance. They had a Global Army Horde and a Global Army Alliance. Uh, yeah, I think they were trying to do a, a thing. This is before Discord, so you know I don't even know if they were talking to each other. But the point is we joined that guild and we cleared Molten Core and it was a lot of fun. And I met a lot of people and had a good time. Uh, and then the guild fell apart because um, that's what happened in Classic or in Vanilla. Guilds would fall apart because the guild leader stopped playing um, and uh, I think his brother took over and it just, it just went downhill after that. Anyway, it's not the point. The point is um, I, I kind of bounced around for a while, um, eventually um, joining a guild with my wife. And um, we uh, were in that guild for a little while uh, during the transition to um, the Burning Crusade. And after a while, we got tired of the guild leadership. And so uh, she and I and another couple uh, broke off and we started our own guild. And we started with doing Karazhan, uh, just 10 man. And um, we grew from there. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, just uh, just a, a few friends running a guild. And eventually we started competing for server first in Serpent Shrine and Tempest Keep. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, those were a lot of fun. Th those days were, were really good. But... The problem is running a guild sucks. <laughs> Any of you who run a guild know that it's a lot of work. Um, you got to come up with all the strats. You got to coordinate people. You got to manage egos. It, there's a lot that goes into running a guild. So, um, so all that being said, uh, eventually, I um, some of the people that were in that guild left. I stopped playing WoW in, at the end of Burning Crusade, um, and then at the very beginning of Wrath of Lich King. Um, and eventually ended up going, um, joining those other people in a new guild that they joined. And um, by the time of Mists of Pandaria, we had been raiding with them for um, a couple of years. And then there was a falling out. And we left that guild, and that was it. And, and haven't really had any guild since then. And it's been rough. I mean, I've raided, but I've always done pug raids or um, joined friends, but I've never been in a raiding guild again. And I think a lot of that comes down to I'm on a dead realm. Um, the, the server that I'm on, which is Arathor, it's, it's partnered up with Crush Ridge and Drendon and a couple of other servers. And it sucks because there's just, I mean, there's a lot of people there, but it's a lot of mid-range people doing mid-range activities. There's not a lot of high-end people. And um, I mean, even the population is just low. If you look at a population um table for all of the wow servers it's one of the lowest ones which is really frustrating and i don't think that blizzard really wants to create a cluster of 15 servers so what's the answer cross realm guilds so yeah blizzard wants people to be in guilds and i agree i think being in a guild is the best way to experience world of warcraft 
but it's hard to do, especially when you're on a dead realm. So I'm looking forward to the war within and being able to get into a guild and join some people and have some fun. Because honestly, that's that's one of the things that I've been missing about WoW. I love Mythic Plus. I love the raids. I love all of the world content and the public events that we've had going on. I love the gameplay. I mean, everything about the game right now is so good. But I'm playing by myself, essentially. Um, I'm in a guild with all of my alts. And that's it. And I, it's it's really frustrating. Um, and I've, like I said, I've looked at the guilds on my my server, and there's just nothing nothing for me uh, on there. So, anyway, uh, all that to say, I'm really looking forward to cross realm guilds, and I'm hoping that uh, that cross realm guilds can kind of save the the guild system and and let's reduce the number of pugs that people are out there doing. Because why are you doing a pug when you could just join a guild? You don't even have to join a a hardcore guild or a you know where you're pounding heroic uh, raid you could join a guild where where you clear normal every week and everybody's happy and you run your your four mythic plus for the week and and that's it you call it a day what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that so anyway good job blizzard you've saved guilds um you might have just saved world of warcraft um i'm just saying um (laughs) but anyway uh I think that's going to do it for our show today. Uh, we're going to wrap up a little short um, uh, than we have been, but uh, like I said, it was a light news week, so not a lot to uh, to go over. But um, thank you so much for listening; really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can email me at denothar1 at gmail.com or you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter. I am at denothar on Twitter. Uh, you can also occasionally check me. Uh, streaming on Twitch, I am Denethar01, or streaming on YouTube, and I'm Denethar01 there as well. Um, I don't stream as much as I'd like to. Uh, definitely want to get into more streaming, but um, yeah, real life tends to get in the way of that, so uh, so be it. But uh, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Remember to be kind to each other, and uh, you know, it's another person there, and they might have their own set of problems or frustrations or Maybe they just wanted to go make a sandwich and, you know, it it doesn't hurt to be nice. It doesn't hurt to smile. So be good to each other. I love you all. And I'll see you in Azeroth.